0: Hey, hey you. Yeah, you, the one who tuned into the Pin Pals podcast. Are you looking to get custom pins made super easy? Are you new to the pin game and don't know where to start? Perhaps you don't even know the difference between soft enamel and hard enamel. Or maybe you're a polished pin maker, you've been in the game for a while, but your current manufacturer just isn't cutting it. Well, I got some good news for you. My friends over at Your Stuff Made can help make you custom pins. They are wizards at this kind of stuff. They work under strict ethical guidelines, so you know your pins are being produced clean and safe for the environment. Their team actually cares about what they make. And best of all, they're not a middleman. They have direct access and control over tools, machinery, and resources needed to make enamel pins. So this means super low costs and fast shipping times. They are the real deal. And speaking of deals, you know where I'm going with this. I got one for you. If you order custom pins from your stuff made, you can save 10% off your entire order. And with this inflation going crazy these days, 10% can be huge. Especially if you're new to the pin game, every dollar counts. So all you have to do is visit yourstuffmade.com, fill out a quote, and under the referral section, select the Pin Pals Podcast. That'll tell them that I sent you, and that's how you get 10% off all your custom pin orders. Once again, the place to be is yourstuffmade.com. Let them know the Pin Pals Podcast sent you. So, what are you waiting for? Start creating today welcome back to the pin pals podcast the podcast about enamel pins and the people and culture behind them i'm your host eric from warrior pins thanks for tuning in be sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're watching this. make sure you're following us on the social medias at pin pals podcast and if you want you can take it a step further and email in your questions comments love notes etc at the podcast at gmail.com If you want to support the podcast directly, you can do so by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. Lots of fun, exclusive perks. Link will be in the show notes. I'm going to be dropping lots of exclusive content from San Diego Comic-Con and Patches and Pins Expo in Anaheim throughout the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that awesomeness. Now, this week I chat with my good pin pals, Pins by Charlie. Yes, you probably heard that name on the podcast before. That's because they've been a Buy Me A Coffee supporter since pretty much day one. Uh, Pins by Charlie is an Atlanta-based pin shop run by Chris and Nick, and I believe Nick's middle name is Charlie, hence the name Pins by Charlie. But we get into that during the conversation. These dudes were an absolute joy to chat with. They're incredibly smart, funny, creative, ambitious. Their approach to pins is pretty awesome. We get into so much during our conversation, the story behind their first pins and the lessons they've learned from that, the dynamics of running a pin shop with someone else. Uh, They get super transparent with Etsy ads, so much so that they reveal exactly how much they've spent and gained from Etsy ads. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, mistakes they've made throughout the years and some words of wisdom when it comes to communicating with manufacturers we really do talk about a lot so I think you're going to want to have your notepads out because there's a lot of value a lot of insight coming from this conversation so with that being said enjoy my conversation with my pin pals pins by charlie chris and charlie welcome to pin pals how's it going guys thanks man good man thanks for having us okay who's who for the listeners So,
1: Charlie, right here. And Chris.
0: Okay. Chris and Charlie. Yes, sir. Awesome. And the two of you combined make?
1: Pins by Charlie.
0: (laughs) Pins by Charlie. Um, So, why don't you go ahead and just kind of give a formal introduction into uh, who you guys are and Pins by Charlie.
2: Yeah. So, really, the funny story is, so, Chris and I have known each other for probably a little over 13 years now, so we met each other back in high school. And so we've been really best friends since then. And um, Pins by Charlie, it's funny, it's, it's as you know, things kind of evolve as you try things out. And we had always joked in high school about starting like a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the name of it was Ambrody mm-hmm. or something dumb. I don't remember why it was called <laughs> that or what the story was behind it. But that was kind of the, the first, inkling of us wanting to make something. Yeah. And so it kind of evolved as we started making more things and Chris started making some scarves and he was like, Hey, I got this design mm-hmm. and Irish Irish Gambino was kind of the first one that we kind of ran with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, I, just, I think the, the big thing for us was like, Hey, you know, we've talked about doing something together. What can we tackle what's approachable right and what's something in our wheelhouse and pins was something that I think we both had kind of collected um in separate ways Nick had kind of collected uh you know video games and and Mm -hmm. um anime and movies and stuff like that and I'd grown up collecting Disney pins so I was like man that's kind of a cool easy thing can't be that hard to to take a design that we have in mind and put it together and uh when Avengers Endgame came out we were like, oh, man, I have this great idea. We, we were like, hey, should we do a T-shirt? Should we do something? And Nick was like, why don't, we, why don't we do a pin and see if that's something we can take off? And I think at the time, we weren't even really planning on making a pin business. It was just we want to get a pin made and yeah, that's, say that we did it. Yeah,
2: and that's why we did Pins by Charlie, because it was just something quick where we were just like, you know, we want to do these. We want to try and get them out and see, like, how the reception is. Yeah. And so he was like, let's just call it Pins by Charlie and kind of see how, where that goes. And, and obviously it kind of took off a little bit after that.
1: Yeah. And I think the, the first pin, I mean, we didn't even have a, a logo or anything yet. <laughs> we literally were just like, let's put it out there on Reddit and see what people say. Um, which was wild, like the, the way that, cause we certainly didn't expect it to do what it did. Um, but we had initially thought like, Hey, let's put it out there, uh, go, go, look at like a middleman, right? I don't remember who we used for the first one, but we didn't source it ourselves. We used someone here in the US uh, to hook it up. And we were like, oh, with this price, you know, we could probably, if we sold 50, we'd probably break even, you know, and and cover our shipping costs and not lose money on the deal. And we threw it up in in a couple of different subreddits on Reddit and we had like a Google sheet like a Google form that people were just filling out their, their information. And then they were Venmoing us like $10, $15. And we did it one day. We used to work at the same company and we like sent the form live and put the post up one day. And Nick was like, dude, I'm getting all these Venmo requests coming in. And we went and looked and it was like 75 responses on the sheet in like the first hour. And I was like, Oh, like this is serious. It was
2: crazy. I I think,
1: I think we ended up doing like, just north of 150 total for that pin. Um
0: and which first one was it again?
1: That was the Ironish Gambino one. So the Iron Man slash you Gambino. Oh, he's got he's got the, uh, the I array. I have
0: some, I have some, but I don't have that one in front of me. I think I do have that
1: one on the board behind me. Yeah.
0: I had to pull like uh a couple gems. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this is the first one we did. Let's see. So it's the, uh, it was right after Endgame and he did the, uh, it's like the, I love you 3005. So it's it's the Childish Gambino with the Iron Man quote. And it was one of those things that I think was so niche that we were like, nobody's gonna care about this. Like it's such a cross section to find Marvel fans. Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty apparent, but then like rap Marvel fans who also collect pins is kind of small. <laughs> Um, so we were just kind of blown away. And that was, that was 2019. We did that. And, uh, we, we get a huge response from, from that. And it was kind of like, okay, what's, what's next, you know, but I don't want to steamroll you, man. So you, you, you tell us what, uh, where you want us to go with it?
0: No, man. No, that was great. Um, yeah, I don't have that pin, but I do have that magnet on my fridge and I oh, think it is holding up my latest COVID negative test on the fridge. It's something <laughs> I'm very you. proud of. Made it this far Absolutely. without it, I think. So, uh, nice. and then, now it's just like now we got to try and stay COVID free. And that's the accomplishment. That's the the goal. Um, For sure. But yeah, uh, with the both of you, uh, hit me with a lot right there. I, the, like the whole origin story was great. Yeah. Um. I don't even know. Uh, so, like, before you guys met, um, mm-hmm. did you guys have any, like, uh, like early pin memories? Do we have any Disney fans? Do we have just, like, collectors of things growing up and pins just seemed cool?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I went to Disney a lot as a kid. Um, and I remember one day in the parks, like, uh, a cast member walking up to me and handing me a pin, just like giving me one. It was like, Hey, you dropped this. And like, now as an adult, I'm like, Oh, he was clearly like doing a nice thing as a kid. I was like, I didn't drop this. Like, I'm just going to take this now. This is mine. And it was like a Donald duck, like dressed up as the devil pin. And I, I probably still have it somewhere. And I remember I got that and my sister, I went to go tell my parents and my sister was like, Oh, I, I need something since he got something. So my parents had to go then drop like, you know, 200 bucks on all these pin sets <laughs> for the, so we, you know, everything was equal and fair. And, uh, you know, it was something like I had never really gotten into it before. And once I knew about it and was aware of it, I was way into it. So my wife uh, used to work at Disney when she was in college. So when she and I started dating, we would like gift each other pins and stuff. So That's it kind cool. of followed me from, yeah. yeah, oh, it was adorable, man. It was like, it followed me from from childhood to like my marriage and and all that. And now, you know, even with our kids, like when we took our daughter for the first time, we bought her some pins and she doesn't know, but, you know, she'll have them. We can point back to them and say like, this is your first trip. And um, so it's a cool you know, to me, it's a cool small token of like a memory or, or um, a time that you had uh, that you can look back fondly and say like, oh yeah, I remember doing that thing or visiting that place or, you know, even like trading pens or buying pins from this person. And, and, you know, it's just a cool, easy thing to, to store and to see all in one place. You know, I've got the other board behind me of, of different pens I've collected and, um it just always uh, seemed a lot easier than having a rack of t-shirts or a bunch of hats or mm-hmm. you know larger other collectibles for sure yeah i mean for me
2: like the, the pig collecting really started more when i was like in college when i was younger i was big big pokemon guy so mm-hmm. i had all the pokemon cards i had who's
0: your starter i gotta interrupt real quick your starter oh
2: man um Probably Charmander. Mm, okay, that, was, okay. that was usually my debut. Um, I actually think that Pokemon Red was the first one I, was the first Pokemon cartridge I had.
0: Nice.
2: So that's probably why, but, you know, I can't even count how many times I probably replayed Pokemon as a kid on my Game Boy and my Game Boy Color. So I probably played every starter multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Pokemon, that was my thing. And so I had a lot of cards and the games and all that. And then when I got older and really probably in college, I started seeing more people that were like collecting pins and I saw some that were like really cool. And I've always been a big gamer. And so I started looking at different like video game pins. So like now I've, I have like I bought a uh, Vault Boy pin from from Fallout. Um, we've backed a couple of Kickstarter pins just to do just to kind of see what other people are making, which is yeah. always fun to kind of see what other people are creating and stuff that we like to see and support the, you know, the other creators, but that's cool. yeah, now it's just, I'm kind of all over the place. But one, one thing I did find recently, i um, probably like a year ago was probably one of the first pins I ever got when the Olympics were here in Atlanta mm. and my folks actually bought or they were given like an Olympics pin when we went to over to Turner field, when they were lighting the torch and all that. And so I actually found that. So that's on my pin board next to the Olympics pin that we recently made last year, which was really cool.
0: That is cool. And uh, that is a cool pin. Uh, I think I saw it on my board, but I didn't know if we were going to be talking about that one specifically because you got like so many (laughs) of them. I didn't know which ones to pull. But that was pretty
1: tight. Yeah, so that one was cool because... So Nick had talked about earlier, Charlie. uh, You know, I call him Nick, but we call it pins (laughs) by Charlie. Um, he, He was talking about when I was doing some other stuff, uh, sports related stuff, um, cause we're, you know, from Atlanta, Nick was born out of state, but but grew up here. So uh, we, I try and do a lot of like Atlanta sports uh, merch and hats and shirts and stuff like that. And we were like, well, why don't we bring pins into this as well? And with the 25th anniversary of the Olympics coming up, we were like, oh, let's do like a cool scarf to support the uh, the soccer team here at Land United, and then we'll throw a pin together as well, and kind of merge the two. And that's been a really cool opportunity to expand our pins as well, because we're trying to capture an audience that's already a little more focused, as opposed to trying to break it into a new niche. Because um, that's one thing that's that's certainly been tough for us is we've had a lot of success in the areas we've been in and grown in. And then we're just like, how do you find new ways and new avenues and, and markets? People who've never heard of you before don't know uh, what you're about or what, what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. Trying
2: to figure out the algorithm, which, you know, is yeah. always a moving target.
0: Oh, it's you got to learn to, like, just accept defeat on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, yeah, I try not to think about it too much, but... Uh, <laughs> You just gotta like keep pushing on with that kind of stuff. Um, For sure. So, what's the dynamic like with the two of you working together? Uh, is it one of the? I, I don't think it's a scenario where it's like too many cooks in the kitchen. Like I think, like did you guys before starting like the pin venture like agree to be like, okay, I'll handle A if you handle B, and then we'll be cool.
2: I, you know, I think since we've known each other as long as we have, yeah. like it it really, it, that did work in our favor. The fact that we have known each other and been friends for so long that it was kind of just, you know, Morrison, you know, Chris has always been like a very strong designer and has always, I mean, the number of designs that we haven't done is outrageous. And so <laughs> we, we always, I think that's where we kind of balance each other out yeah. is, is he'll send me ideas and we'll talk through things and I'll be like, look, man, this looks like garbage. Like, yeah. we're not going to make this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but, but then he'll make things that are awesome. And obviously, like, a lot of our pin designs have been designs that that Chris has done. And so he's done a lot of the designing, and, and we talk back and forth about what categories we want to do. And then I've been handling a lot more of, like, the fulfillment side of things. So pins come in, I'm packing them up, shipping them
1: out, and all that. Yeah, and I think, I think too, it helps a lot, A, to have, like, a sounding board. So that you're not just in your own head because sometimes you you might have an idea that you're like i think this is great but i don't know if anybody else would like this or would support this um but then also being able to share some of the lift around things like customer service or marketing or um, even fulfillment when we have big waves of orders like we get together and we just print labels and ship Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the pin lap guys right they do their like 200 300 orders we don't, we don't do that many but we do knock them all out at once so that it's simple and having the ability to say hey my life is is busy right now but i know someone else has has my back in this and you know that means our customers are happy because they're not kind of pushed to the wayside or or you know if i have to travel like i don't feel guilty shutting the shop down for a week or something because i know you know charlie can take care of it while i'm gone
0: Okay. Oh, so yeah. it was a really cool like uh, yin yang flow between the two of you. Like, 100%. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I was always curious, you know, I, when I was interviewing BB Create, <clears throat> they seem to have like a really great dynamic. But I feel like maybe you just got lucky, uh, you know, because there's there's so many horror stories, and and like me, even just trying to like work with friends in like bands and stuff like that. We're not even like trying to make money or anything like that, but doing something for like free. And it's just still, it can be, uh, you know, I'm not trying to call anyone out or any bands, <laughs> yeah. but it can be yeah. kind of difficult of when you have a lot of like, I guess, type A people uh, yeah. together in a room and all these different influences and things like that. But uh, it sounds like having yeah. that friendship beforehand really is like the key to this vessel.
1: I think one of the big things is knowing like this isn't this isn't our day job. Like it's not gonna make us rich anytime soon. Like it's not the end of the world if something goes wrong. And like check your ego at the door, right? Like if Nick if Nick thinks that an idea is bad that I'm putting out there, it's not that he thinks I'm a bad designer. He just doesn't think this idea is gonna sell, or he doesn't think this one's gonna stick. And in the same way, if I'm like, hey, we need to change how we're approaching X, Y, or Z, it's it's not because I think he's incompetent, like it's because I think that what we're doing is good and we can do it better,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, that's how we started doing Etsy ads was that was something that obviously we had heard you talk about multiple times, but uh, Chris really kind of pushed us to start looking into it more and really start diving into Mm -hmm. it where I was a little bit, maybe a little bit more hesitant than we should have been seeing the success we've seen from now, for sure.
0: Yeah, okay, so since you guys brought it up, let's talk about it uh etsy ads i know um from talking to you guys um almost like on a daily basis through through some (laughs) whether it's the discord or uh, dms or one of the many instagram accounts um sorry the train is going by um uh we both know uh all three of us really all know that uh etsy ads are are huge and we've all found success uh Especially through this past holiday season. So, um, yeah. why don't you kind of just talk us through your Etsy ad strategy and, like, you know, what was it like from when you first started to, to now? And how's it changed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, we didn't start running ads until probably halfway through the year last year. Um, and I think it worked for us because up until that point, we didn't really have a full suite of products that we thought like, could, we could put in front of people right? Um, so we had heard one of your episodes about uh, your ad budget. And I think you were doing like $25 a day at the time or something. It's something and
0: ludicrous like that.
1: Insane. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and I'm telling Charlie, I'm like, don't worry. He said he only spends like $2 a day, $3 a day. <laughs> so we went out for these like high level keywords. And I think the first two days we spent like $22 each day. And I was like, all right, we got to pull this back. <laughs> like we're way, way off budget. Um, so we, we streamed it down. We've kind of played with some numbers. I think we landed on like two fifty a day. Mm Um, we, we just oscillate between two and $3 depending on what we're seeing. And we've really tried to tighten up those keywords. And then the big thing for us was putting everything we had out there, but only advertising stuff that we didn't think would organically get in front of the right eyes. Mm -hmm. So we have some products that, um, via some partnerships that we've had in the past, or just because they're popular, uh, mediums or properties, they get searched a lot and they, they, when someone searches for a childish Gambino pin, we're one of the only people that makes that. So it shows up pretty easily in their search. We don't have to push that, but some of the more competitive areas, Harry Potter and star Wars that we just moved into, like you do have to put some money behind that. Cause there's so much out there in that space, uh, that we, we know we, if we want to be competitive and we want to get sales, we have to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, I can give you some numbers if you want to hear numbers. Ooh. Ooh. we would love to hear some numbers. Yeah. (laughs) We got the numbers for you. Yeah. One thing, one thing I I was curious, maybe you can add this to the end of the list. Um, how many people are searching for Childish Gambino pins a month? Do you have that number?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can probably pull that. It's pretty interesting. So so last year, keep in mind, this was like six or seven months worth of ads. So we had 117,000 ad views, 13 1300 clicks from that 32 orders from those clicks so there's that conversion number dipping a little bit so to anybody who's listening don't don't be discouraged if you see all these these views and then you don't get orders like it's there because so from that we got 626 dollars of revenue on 342 in spend that's not and bad and you know what that's, that's not bad that at that's all. That's people that wouldn't have seen us otherwise.
2: Yeah, right? that's the big thing, too, is just getting our name out there. Because as you know, like, we're still very junior in the pin game. You know, we're still very new in the industry. And so being able to just get in front of more people and, and have people see the, the PBC name is has been huge
0: for us. I love how you guys say PBC. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Um, especially like, it, see, I, I feel like, uh, you got a lot of impressions. So maybe a lot of those impressions did come from the beginning when you were targeting a lot of the, uh, the, the more generic, um, kind of like keywords. So tell me a little bit about your like keyword, like, like method. Like what did you go from to what did you honing a little bit more into?
1: Yeah, so I think the big thing for us that, that we found success with, uh, especially on the larger properties or, or media brands like, you know, people are doing Disney or Harry Potter or Marvel, or whatever, is staying away from that <laughs> because that's just so saturated. But it's really getting into the, the, the mix of it with a very specific uh, scene or, or category, you know, Hogwarts Castle enamel pen. Hogwarts castle patch. Like that's the kind of stuff that actually brings in people who are uh, interested in what you have to offer and actually will convert to an order. Because beyond that, you get a lot of, like you said a lot of impressions, a lot of views and people just scroll past it. Mm-hmm. And and on Etsy, that's okay because they're not clicking your product at least. But at the same time, I want them clicking in. I want them using my ad spend cause I want them you know, converting and being happy customers at the end of it.
0: Yeah, okay. That's smart. Yeah. Getting like super uh, granular, getting really specific.
1: Yeah. 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 And maximizing the tags too. I mean, you have them, don't, don't leave them hanging. I think when we did the initial run, we would have like, you know, two, three, four left on the pin. And we're like kind of jock, we're kind of jocking around. What, what can we put on here? Can we think of anything else? Oh, there's nothing that is really relevant. Uh, But just getting as niche and specific as possible because people misspell stuff, people, uh put one thing when they're thinking another and you know just finding uh, more and more opportunity for people to find your product.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh and Etsy is like a pretty powerful tool um in terms of the analytics that it provides. Um mm-hmm. I mean I, I would say it's like comparable, different, comparable to like Shopify or something like that. Sure. Um, yeah. And I know that you can do keyword research within Etsy. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how you did it? Or did you use another platform or plugin? We've
1: done some of it. Um, So much of it is just like we feel good about the pace we're at. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that we we didn't crank it up that much. I I think we've talked about it before offline. But, you know, for a while there, our Etsy sales were outpacing our site sales. Mm -hmm. So people were finding us on Etsy. Uh, way more than they were locating us through Instagram or Twitter or any other, yeah, any Reddit, anywhere else that we're funneling back to the site. So for us, it was like this, this train working, we want to figure out how we get this other one rolling at the same time.
0: Very interesting. Fascinating. (laughs) It really is. Like, I'm like now I'm just like I'm getting sidetracked and I'm thinking about like my own Etsy ads and like remember remembering the the process of just like, oh, these are the keywords that like led to purchases or that led to like a ton of impressions. Um, Yeah. Was there anything? Do you remember anything that stands out uh, in terms of something that was completely unrelated, but you kept getting like search tags or searches from?
2: Um, that's I a had good question. String of
0: turtles, the plant, string of turtles.
1: I really? was paying
0: for for clicks for <laughs> that search term for a I, while. <laughs>
1: we get a lot. I've seen a lot from like non-pin related things, so it's the same category, but it's just mm-hmm. like a something patch, a something bandana. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, how I mean, maybe that person bought something, I don't know, but yeah. I, I when I scroll back through I'm like that's so not what we're trying to hit. I will say there was one pin that we did, uh, like a fish tank uh, that has the Krusty crab in it. And it was it was a pilot for a Kickstarter we wanted to do. So we wanted to do a bunch of different fictional places in different types of fish tanks. So like the Krusty crab and the TARDIS and the Millennium Falcon and just you know kind of across the board. And uh, we put that one up and we get a lot of weird fish results from that because of it. <laughs> non
0: non SpongeBob related results. Yeah. Something's fishy. Interesting. Clearly,
2: clearly.
0: I like that. Um well, I like the idea of just like creating a series and then you can have just like, you know, have fun with it and reach out yeah. to all these different fandoms with that. And then there's a the whole collecting aspect to it. 100%. Um, Etsy. That's pretty cool. Um in terms of I don't know, 2022 um Mm -hmm. and how are you guys how are you guys going to go about like tackling etsy do you feel like there's any anything you've learned anything that you want to like revamp as far as keywords or even pictures
2: yeah so we've we've gone back and forth about that and and really making sure like both of our sites align correctly because there have been times where we're we're quick to try and launch something and something will be called excuse me something will be called like Rusty Crab Fish Tank on our website, but on Etsy, we just have it as like, I don't even remember we have it as on Etsy. <laughs> something <laughs> something <odd laughs> yeah, under, sure. under, like, yeah, like Under the Sea Restaurant or something. Yeah. And like, we haven't, there's been times where we haven't like had the names match up. And so we want to make sure that like, there's that, that cross functionality there where like things look the same to match up. Yeah. Um, but, brand,
1: brand cohesion.
2: Yeah, brand That's cohesion natural. for sure. And then just making sure like we're making the most out of the traffic we're getting yeah um, one thing that obviously you know about etsy which is awesome is the is the cart abandonment and when people like favorite your items on there mm-hmm. and so like that's something that we've looked at and making sure that like, when people favorite our items if they don't buy them like either a coupon code gets sent out to them like 24 hours later or something yeah. that like we can try and bring them back in to to buy you know whatever it is they were looking at so we started to see some more success with that towards the end of the year. We'll probably be a little bit more aggressive, I think, in it this year. Um, and then, yeah, just the photos, making sure everything—you know, we we do the white backdrop, getting the pin on there, and, and making sure it looks nice and clean.
1: And so, so, like the the card idea that you came up with is huge for Etsy orders. Yeah, yeah. So, like. Charlie kind of kicked around once we started seeing more traction, saying, "Hey, we got to send something out to these people to funnel them back to the website, because you know Etsy's great. I mean, it's a huge tool and opportunity, but you got to pay every time you list. You got to pay when you uh, convert to an order. So for us, it's like we want to get these people back in our rolodex. Mm-hmm. So we just include a little, you know, thank you card that has on there, you know, five stars. We really, you know, hope you enjoy this." So we're trying to get that review, get our ranking up, but then also here's a coupon code for next time you want to buy something, check out PinsByCharlie.com so that you can uh, try and win them back on, on your home turf and maybe put them into that that uh, catalog so that they know where to go next time. They don't just have to find you on Etsy.
0: Right. So oh, so the discount code goes uh, it, it's for your website? For the, for the
1: website. Yeah. Yeah. Okay
0: smart yeah you definitely want to try and keep them in your like ecosystem and let them know where you can find stuff available and stuff like that um oh here's a question did you see an uptake in the number of five-star reviews you started getting after like including those in your orders
1: yeah i mean we haven't had a we've, we've had, had thankfully
0: yeah we've only had five <laughs>
2: thankful that we've gotten nothing but five-star reviews and it's always awesome to see and sometimes you know like sometimes you get a little nervous when you see like so-and-so's reviewed you and you just you never know how somebody's going to take the order that they got and so thankfully we've been very fortunate we've we have awesome customers that we've worked with over the last couple years and so thankfully we've gotten nothing but five stars on there
1: yeah. I think we're very critical of ourselves and the work that we do. I think we, and I think it's good to be, because I think it means you put out a good product, but like mm-hmm. we constantly are telling ourselves like, Hey, we got to do better than this. Or, you know, if our shipping timelines are long, like how can we shrink those down? So yeah, I'm always nervous when I <laughs> when I click a review, when I get that, that notification, I, I'm like, Oh God, please be another five-star because anything less than that. And I'm like, I like made this person's experience awful. Like, and I want to go back and, like mend it somehow. So we're, I'm grateful because when, especially when people write something, you know, sometimes you get the five star and you're like happy about it. And when they write like, this is exactly what I was looking for. Like someone, uh, the Samurai Jack pen, someone, or no, it was Tom. It was the, it was the Tom, Tom from tsunami cereal tsunami pin. Someone was like, you don't see Tom from tsunami anywhere. Like i wanted something like this for so long. And I was like, that's perfect. Like that's why we did it. Yeah. It's because you don't see it anywhere. And, and we want to give people the
0: options that they may not have elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Really care about the uh, the customer. Um, yeah. So then, let me ask you: What do you think is the most important, like, aspect about um, customer experience and, and customer satisfaction and engagement, and, and just keeping a happy customer?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we both come from customer service backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked in retail and restaurants all through high school and college. And so one thing that, you know, Morris or Chris and I have always talked about is making sure that that first of all, whenever we're making pins, the the idea is we only make things that we ourselves would buy. Yeah. And that's something that's always been kind of important to us as whenever we make different pins is we're making things because these things don't exist. And like we would buy them if they did exist. And so making sure that whatever we ship out is something that we'd want to receive if we were buying it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something to like making that unboxing an experience, making it something that's like memorable because when you get, you know, not dogging on people, how people do their business, you know, that, that's totally up to them. But like, if you just got like a like a, a poly bag with a pen in it, like tossed in a, a mailer or an envelope, it's like, there's no experience to that. You know, it is what you ordered, right? It's that's cool, but like the backing card, the, the tissue paper, uh, the discount codes and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the it, bags doing, for limited edition doing yeah, doing you know, we just we started doing bags for for limited edition pins and um, giving them something that's a takeaway from that experience, a unique backing card for every pin that we do, mm-hmm. um, just something that stands out in people's minds because pin collectors typically buy from a lot of different stores and uh, we want to be the one that they remember is like. Standing out or being a little bit different um, or at least like sticking in their memory so that they they feel comfortable coming back and and buying more from us
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's cool to like hear you guys talk about it because I was able to experience uh, What you talked about just uh, a while ago a couple months ago I think maybe like during the summertime. I did an unboxing Mm -hmm. video with the package that you guys sent and I think it was like 17 pins or something like that in there. It was huge. The video was so long. Um, Yeah. But the the experience was awesome. I got those velvet limited edition like bags. Um, This was probably like my favorite pin that was sent over. I'm a big Childish Gambino fan. So he sees like records like this was really cool. But just like setting aside the fact that like personally this resonates with me, but the presentation for it too was like really cool and as a pin maker i'm like well damn now i got to get myself some fancy ass bags with my logos on them
1: (laughs) Uh, and and i'll tell you what I, i think one thing that stands out big for us is like it's not expensive to do something unique it doesn't have to be you know i think you do it a lot with the the stamped envelopes and stamped Uh, bags and tags that you like when I ordered this shirt and it had like your custom tag on it like that doesn't have to be a super expensive thing it doesn't have to be a gift box that plays music when you open it up like people just want to feel like you put some thought into what you were presenting other than just churning out orders like if we're not Amazon we're not just like trying (laughs) to convert order after order like when someone buys from us they're trusting us to to deliver what they're asking for Mm -hmm. but also like add some personality to it. I think that's why people support small business in the first place. Yeah.
2: That, to show that we're genuinely thankful for their business. Yeah. This is always our key.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, even, even the attention to like the backing cards, like for, for a lot of the, the community based pins, like yeah. the the background is the crumpled paper. That is like the background for the show. And, and uh, I sport Troy and Ibed. Oh. Love man, it. Oh, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Troy and Abed. I have uh, one of the Funko Pops. Still can't find uh, an Abed Funko Pop out in the wild. I guess I oh, can order it, but you can order anything, you know? You I can want to find like, it out in the fun. wild.
1: Yeah. Print, print it on your 3D printer, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're big
0: with it. Yeah. Oh, man, I that think, thing is uh, crazy.
1: I think, too, for me, like, designing the cards is fun. Like, making the yeah. pen is fun. But then thinking, like, how can I expand this? It's like creating a universe for your pen to exist in, right? Like, It's like I made this cool thing, and now I want it to look good. So I have to find a way to, like, exemplify everything that's cool about it yeah. and, and make people remember why they bought it in the first place. Yeah. I mean, even those cards, like, we always do the rounded edge on the cards. And that's, like, a little more expensive than just the typical business card. But to me, like, it just looks sharp. Like, it yeah. just looks better, I, I I think at least. Maybe other people disagree, but – uh, it's all about like adding a little bit of excellence to what you put out there.
0: I think also too, cause I went to school for media productions. I'm a fan of the, the 16 by nine aspect ratio. So the see yeah. <laughs> with that is also <laughs> pretty cool. Um, but they're just like sleek. Like if you know, you know, um, yeah. and yeah. when you know, it's like, Oh shit, that's dope. You know? and it resonates
1: like that's the big thing it's like you know you do you do like niche turtle stuff that people may not like mainstream fans may not know about yeah and, and it's like if you see it and you recognize it and it's on someone's jacket or whatever you're going to stop them and say something because it's not just a uh a pin you buy at hot topic or at you know the mall it's like oh this actually stands out and and is something unique i haven't seen before you just attacked everybody who shops at. A yeah hot you're topic. done they're they're over <laughs> they no, I'm just there's nothing wrong with that. There's I mean, I collect Disney pins, right? Like there's a mainstream side of things and there's stuff that's underrepresented in, in the pin game. And I think there's opportunities in those voids to fill it with with cool and unique things.
0: Yeah. All uh, right. So that's interesting. So one of the questions I was trying to work my way into was um in terms of cause you you you're hitting a lot of different um a lot of different fandoms. I'd say, um, yeah. So when you're trying to figure out what to do, are you searching to see if if like a, a particular fandom has a lot of volume, or are you searching to see if there's like a missing <laughs> void that you can add to it?
2: Yeah. So what you're saying is super smart, That's probably what smart people would do. We got to start that, man. But yeah, <laughs> um, we. Again, we really just make what we want to make. Yeah. And like I said, like we make what we would buy. And so we've rolled the dice on a lot of pins, like the community pins. Like obviously, community has an awesome following and they have an awesome community that backs the show. Yeah. But we made those, we didn't do pre-orders for those. We just wouldn't made them because like we're big community fans, like we love the show and we knew that a decent number of people would buy them and, and, and the trailbed uh pen has been an awesome seller for us yeah but like our daft punk pin we did not know what we were going to do we <laughs> so just had made that design
1: probably a year before we even yeah. made it so, and so we made this pin and you show it off yeah and uh i think I don't know, i'm sure if
2: you have it or not but we can keep we can probably get you another a better version or a better video of this so it's something.
1: got two it's got the two spinning heads on it and and Charlie's a huge Daft Punk fan. You know, the same I think kind of the same way we are with with Gambino. And uh he was like I want to do something with with Daft Punk. And I was like I don't I you know, I don't know that market. Like if you think it's good, if you think it's there, let's do it. And then he was like what if we do like spinning turntables on it. So we designed it up, sent it over to the manufacturer, and the price was just like atrocious. It's crazy I mean, it was so so high. <laughs> you got three molds, you've got moving parts,
0: like it's oh my God. <laughs> it's high,
1: right? You know, I mean you're talking 20 plus dollars a pin cost. And then you got to package it and you know we still do all of the bells and whistles for it. So we're like, man, I just don't know if people will spend $35 on a, a two inch pin, right? And we put it out there, and the response was insane. I mean, we—I think we just we just sold out of our A grades, and uh, it, because people saw it, and they were just like, "That's unique. I, I, I resonate with this. I like this. I want to support this." And the price tag doesn't really mean anything if you if you really emotionally connect with what you see and what, what's being put out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, that's so cool. I, I just last night. I don't know the order in which I'm going to release these podcasts, but I am to anyone listening and not aware, I'm uh, batch recording. Uh, so uh, yesterday, I was talking with someone who also is kind of innovating in the pin world and thinking outside sure. the box. So when you show me that that turntable with the two helmets and they spin and stuff like, that's cool. That's like you know. That's like the new wave of like the pin game like coming in. Like we're moving away yeah, from yeah. just like your your staple or basic run of the mill, overdone, however you wanna like call it or say it or or whatever the case might be, from just like static pins right. to now, you know, we're 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 exploring more premium features and and we're looking at how to make yeah. the pins move and how to add more depth to them and stuff like that. That's really cool.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it. No, it was, it was something that I'm so glad we did. Yeah. You know, like I said, at the initial investment, like we didn't do a pre-order for it. I was just like, let's do it. I mean, like, it was like,
1: it was like a thousand dollars out of pocket to get them done to get the first run. And we just, that was it, was, it was like the fourth pin we did. Yeah. I mean, it was like, no, it was all risk, no mitigation whatsoever. We just went for it. Yeah. It was yeah. a dice roll, but it, I mean, it paid off and I mean, it's
2: it's my favorite pin. I know yeah. sometimes you ask like what our favorite pens are, and, and for me, the Daft Punk pen is, is will yeah. forever be probably my favorite pen, just because I'm I'm such a big Daft Punk fan. I have Daft Punk tattooed on my arm, and um, so like the turntable was like a no-brainer when when he sent me the design.
0: Oh, that is cool, that is rad, Chris. What's your favorite pin so far?
1: Dude, I got too many. I, got, <laughs> I mean, they're good? all they're all yeah yeah. <laughs> let me see that. So we gotta we we don't bend yet.
0: So oh my God! We, we started, this, please let it glow when you're. They're opening up a briefcase, no, and here, I, I want here, it to go. Cool. If,
2: if you like, in the after, like when you were editing this, if you can add that effect,
1: that'd be really <laughs> cool. We don't we don't bend yet. We started putting together like our bending, our, ta- our table here. I mean, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good ones. I like the new Harry Potter stuff. I like that whole series. I think just something about like the jumbo pens is really cool. Um, and I'll AMS, go with that. I don't know it yeah. seems kind of yeah. trendy it, it, yeah it changes uh like every month but it's whatever whatever new cool idea we have coming out that's what that's our problem that's why we make so many like we we joke because in 2019 we made one pin in 2020 we made one pin and in 2021 we made like 37 pins
2: <laughs> like it was just we like, did a dumb amount of pins last once year once we went
1: in we were like let's go all in yeah basically
2: the, the biggest goal for us last year was like like building up like you know like you gotta build up the catalog uh-huh. you know you gotta have things that people want to come and see and and for the longest time we were just we were the the Gambino boys yeah. like all we had were childish Gambino pins uh-huh. which is which we loved and we have a, we have an awesome fan base that supports us with the with the Gambino stuff And we've we've connected with other Gambino creators as well but we really wanted to start branching out. And so last year we branched out into, you know, stocks and sports and Harry Potter, Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, video games. We finally made a, a fallout pen. And mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the goal again for this year is to kind of continue to expand and, and do some some more. I want to do more video game. I want to do a couple anime pens. I'm a big weeboo. I'm, I'm a nerd <laughs> at heart. So that's something that I definitely want to do. And I know right. more. Uh, Chris wants to do some more sports stuff and some other yeah. unique pens as well. So.
0: Dudes. Holy cow. Like that's, we don't know the definition of stay in your lane. Like
1: (laughs) we are just, we're in everybody's lane, not to run people out, but like we see, uh, I'll give a shout out to uh, adventure society, right. Castle gang and and everything he does. And we see that and we're like, that is dope. Like we want to get in on that, you know, not in a way that like bites anybody's design or, or takes their, their uh, approach, but Mm -hmm. more like, man, they made something cool. And that gives me a bunch of cool ideas that I want to go make. Like, I would love nothing more than if people started making more Gambino pins. Because, mm-hmm. like, I want to buy those pins, you yeah. know. I want to put those next to my pins on the board. And, uh, you know, I think you've, I've heard it talked about before, but, like, the market is is big. And there's plenty of room at the table for everybody to come and, and you know, create new interesting innovative ideas like you said and and expand on it so that people don't just think about pins as this one by one little gold plated one one color die stamped product but like they can be these unique really cool mediums for art
0: yeah oh i love it i love it um i'd like i also want to say the, the ramp up going from one pin in 2019 one pin 2020 yeah. and th- over 30 last year yeah. um in terms of like strategy like how did you handle releasing all that stuff was there a strategic effort behind it or was it kind of for lack of better yeah. words willy nilly <laughs> yeah
2: I, I think there's definitely a mixture of both yeah. you know like you I, you know when you're launching a pin, sometimes there's an idea and you, you have a game plan behind it. And sometimes you're just like, fuck it, let's just go and, and see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah. and so like the Daft Punk pin, like that's exactly what that was. That was just like a fuck it. Let's go. Like, let's see what happens. Fingers crossed. We don't have to close, you know, shut everything down after this one. And, uh, and it worked out. And so we definitely have those ones where we, we think through the, the marketing and everything. Um, I know, you know, if you want to talk about our partnerships and, and yeah, those, like, I the yeah, I think there's something. Yeah,
1: there's something to be said for when we came into it in 2019 and 2020, we were pre-order only, so we were only so we were only placing buys if we had enough support for a pin, right? And that worked out so well with our first pin, we were like, oh, we'll just put it on Reddit, we'll just post a picture on Instagram, and people will come buy the pin. Like we thought it was that easy, and we did like six designs that got zero response. I mean, literally zero orders on all six of them. And we were like, maybe this was stupid. Like maybe we were (laughs) one and done. And in 2020, we did, that's when we did the Beano album Okay. it was 2020. And so we went back to the well, we knew we could do Childish Gambino stuff. We put it out there, we got 10, 15 orders. We're like, all right, well, we wanna make something. So let's do it. And in 2021, we kind of shifted focus to, okay, if we really believe in these designs, if we really support them, like we need to put our money behind it because if we can't put money behind it, how do we expect other people to put money behind it, right? If we can't invest in ourselves and invest in these designs uh, and if we believe that this is something that I would buy, like I have a chance to buy it right now. I just, it's gonna cost me a little bit more money, yeah. uh, but then I get to also share that with everyone else. Um, And we had done that with a couple of designs early in 2021 Got a little bit of traction and we reached out to a guy we're both you know got big into the stock market uh 2020 2021 in that time frame and
0: uh for anyone oh, who, now i see where you guys, got the money from yeah, yeah this is how we're getting all the money
1: <laughs> we're losing all of our stock market money by, 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 by finance. Finance. <laughs> well when you're in the
2: pandemic what else are you gonna do besides sitting in your house and trade stocks exactly and make pens?
1: yeah we uh no we make way more money with pins than we do with stocks i think Um, so we, you know, a big thing on, on Reddit and in that world is like diamond hands, like buying a stock and refusing to let go of it. And we had made this, uh, this diamond hands pin. Um, we weren't the only ones, but we made a design that we thought was kind of cool. And Charlie, uh, was like, let's go ahead and do it. Like, you know, another one, just take the jump, go ahead and put this little guy out there. And, uh, we sent it to uh, an investor on YouTube, uh, that we both, watched and learned a lot from, um, guy around our age, maybe a little bit younger. And we were like, you know, just, just send it to him, see what he thinks. And, uh, just wrote, we wrote him a letter, Hey man, we want to, we want to get this to you. And, you know, if you like it, give us a shout, like we'd love to partner with you and maybe talk through how we can, you know, you can promote this or we can make stuff for you, whatever. And, uh, it, it turned into a really, really cool relationship with that guy, um, for, The better part of like six or seven months, he was showing off our pins in his videos and um, we were able to make like, we always like to do stickers and giveaways and stuff with pins when we send orders out. So we were doing like custom backer cards and stickers for him, uh, supporting his channel, but then he was promoting us and um, he would get a, a small portion of sales, right? So we didn't have to necessarily front anything, but he had some skin in the game as well. And from that pin, we were able to get so much traffic and so much volume that we felt comfortable reinvesting more into yeah. the business to say okay we see that there's opportunity here.
2: They really funded the back half of our year <laughs> yeah. to be able to make yeah. more you know more designs that we wanted to try out that we may not have yeah. done beforehand if we didn't have that capital to really make those moves.
1: I mean to give you numbers again I think on that diamond hands pen we're close to we've done like four or five reorders. I think we've sold 450 or 500 of that pin. Um, I mean, it's far and away our bestseller. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, we've actually worked with a couple of other, we've reached out to other YouTube people. We, we found another YouTuber who does video game stuff. Um, same kind of pop. We actually didn't even uh, reach out to him initially. Yeah. He bought a pin. He
2: bought our Fallout pin on Etsy yeah. and posted it on his YouTube and his Twitter. And we didn't know. And one night, we're just getting notification notification like non-stop from like, etsy like, like 40 orders overnight. yeah yeah it was literally like over the span of like 48 hours we sold out of that pin and so like we finally found out that this this youtube this content creator had just posted our pin and so we reached out to him and we talked back and forth and we ended up reordering and doing a variant um for it was our fault new vegas pen where we did that one and we did a glow in the dark version mm-hmm. of it as well and so we sent him a glow in the dark and a normal one <laughs> And, uh, and he posted him again. Yeah, he posted him he again, again, and we sold out again. <laughs> so we're, we're waiting. For, we just got the re. We just got and, the yeah. reorder from from yeah. the last sellout.
0: Unbelievable! So, wow.
2: Crazy. Yeah, and we've been fortunate. there have been so many awesome people that have helped. Like Pins by Charlie is not just Chris and Charlie. Like yeah, as well, you know, like obviously the customers make us who we are. But we've been very fortunate to partner with some awesome people in the YouTube and Reddit community, and even on Instagram. Um, some of the the Childish Gambino pages that we've partnered with in the past who've helped promote our pins have been awesome. And so with the algorithm doing what it does, I mean, those types of partnerships have have definitely helped keep us, you know, moving pins. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: definitely. I think despite whatever the algorithm does from here on out into like the future, like having other people talk about your stuff in like an organic way like that, like talking directly to like your target audience, like – 100%. That's as good as it can get with something like that. Yeah. So is that something that you guys are going to try and pursue this year like more YouTubers or, uh, or yeah, influencers?
1: Yeah. I think that our, yeah, I think our, our big goal, you know, we had the cool thing about working as a duo is like we do have like formalized meetings. I know BB Create talked about like having a schedule and and when you get together like you need to, you know, focus on work and Um, we're, we're a couple of goofballs, so we tend to not do that very well, but we did have like a year end meeting and our big, like highlighted at the top triple underline was like YouTube partnerships, like get in front of people who are viewing content. And I think that extends to other platforms. I think TikTok is one that, you know, we tried, but it's, it's, it's hard it's hard, but it's it's finding people who do know how to use that platform, right? right? Like we, I'm not gonna go start a YouTube page tomorrow for pins and 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 all of a sudden start selling, but if I find a Harry Potter YouTuber and they like what we're doing and they believe in it and they actually support it, then their fans are gonna see that authenticity and they're gonna wanna wanna be a part of it.
0: Interesting. I'm mentally taking notes of YouTubers who I should be contacting now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And and, you know, it's funny because it wasn't anything, I think you see paid promotions on Instagram a lot. I think you see, uh, obviously Facebook is nothing but ads um, and and TikTok is big on the influencer side. Mm -hmm. YouTube is just still very organic and it is vast and it is saturated, but people love and follow YouTube creators for, for whatever reason. Whatever
2: that thing is. Yeah, like the Fallout New Vegas pin. Like, his followers love Fallout and love Fallout New Vegas. So when they saw our pin, they were like, gotta have it. Yeah. You know? So it yeah. was just something like that. We're like, we... And we, we're both Fallout New Vegas fans. And it's probably one of your favorite games. Yeah, probably. And I've probably played through it a few times. And so that was a no-brainer pin for us to make. And it just worked out that this this guy, he's a big YouTuber in that community and he's well-known in that community. So just uh-huh. which. Got very
0: fortunate. That's so cool. Oh, man. I'm really happy for you guys. I did not know uh, that, like, you were – I don't want to say getting help, but you were partnering up and, like, you know, yeah. working with influencers and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I've done marketing for – in some capacity for the past, like, I don't know, almost a decade at this point in my life. Yeah. And I know, like, the 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 value behind working with influencers and stuff like that. For sure. So to do that with pins – And it's just, it's just so cool.
1: And I think part of it, you know, again, like with, with, I'll call him out is, is his site is TKS Mantis. Go, go watch his videos on YouTube. They're pretty cool. He, uh, this guy was just a customer, right? Like he was just a guy who, who saw our pin on Etsy and thought that's a dope pin. I want to buy it. And then we had to chase him down and say like, please, will you work with us? Like we want to work with you because like, you're doing something really cool and we think we're doing something cool. Like we want to be a part of it. And like, Most, most of those brands or those influencers, like they're just people, you know, they're approachable and we have a hundred DMS that we've sent to people that went unread. That was just a, Hey, we're two guys making pins, and we'd love to talk. Right. And for every hundred, we get one response. That's like, Hey, I'm a guy making YouTube videos. Let's talk. And it's, it's that simple. Like it doesn't have to be anything bigger or more, uh, more intense than that. Yeah. Um, but I do think the results from that have been enormous and and certainly something we we hope to replicate this year.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Have you ever had any opportunities to try and get uh, your pins in front of like celebrities or influencers like in person?
2: Um, Well, obviously, like since the pandemic, we really haven't had many opportunities to do anything along those lines. Um, One, one pin and and, uh, Chris is grabbing it right now. So, we do have like the Atlanta side of things that we focus on as well, the Atlanta sports teams here. And so we're both big Atlanta United fans. And so um, one of our best players, Joseph Martinez, uh, Chris designed this uh, basically statue type pin of him um, because Atlanta's thing is like, we're always like, you know, build a statue because he's one of the best players we've had. And he'll always be like a legacy player for mm-hmm. us. And so everybody's always like, you know, build a statue. So we did this pin and um, one of our customers actually showed
1: Joseph the yeah. pen, and he commented yeah. that he liked the pin. He like took oh, it yeah. to a meet and gave it to him and stuff. And I, I think rolling pins uh, did something similar with an AEW wrestler, Orange Cassidy. He had made a pin and like met him at a meet and greet and got to give it to him. So like, that's a cool feeling. Like, you know, again, it's, it's just a person like he happens to be a, a celebrity or an athlete or whatever, but to know that like, hey, I like what you're doing and I want to give you this and you see that it's like a representation of our support. Like, that's a cool feeling, I think. Definitely.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, that's such a cool feeling. Good for you guys. Every time I think about that. Well, I hear stories. I think BB Create talked about meeting Kevin Eastman or and like yeah. having his wife buy the pins and then show it to yeah. him. I, he, every now and then he'll come to Jersey. Um, but for some reason or another, uh, I've never – I've never made it due to like prior obligations or I wasn't yeah. like in the state or something like that. But I always just like tremor at the idea of like, Hey man, I made these pins from the characters that <laughs> like you made. I'd love to give them yeah. to you. I'd always, I'm like, what would he say? Does he really care that like someone's making these pins or is he just like really appreciate me, I think he'd be really appreciative. But Yeah. Um, and that's
1: what they said, right? They said that he was like, really, he thought it was cool, which is certainly what you hope for. You don't want them to be like, like if Donald Glover ever reached out and was like, Hey, stop putting my face on stuff. <laughs> like, It'd be cool. It has the cease and desist Yeah. It'd be flattering. But I also be like, Oh man, like I really hope you like it. Not, yeah. not hate us. But you know, I think that's a big thing. Like it is flattery. Like we only make stuff we like and we only make stuff we appreciate. And I think it's it, hopefully it represents itself in what we make and the quality of what we put out there that we that we do care about it. and Now, we're not just trying to, uh, you know, churn out product after product.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. So cool. So inspiring. Like, I feel pretty good right now. Just like you, thinking about that and just, you know, if you guys can do it. I can do it, but I have that mentality. If anyone can do it, I can do it. You can put your mind to it, like you can do it. Absolutely. I think,
1: I think, I think you're hitting it though, man. Like, it the pins is one of those things that's so approachable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you have an artist or not, I mean, there's a lot of successful people in the pin world that can't draw, that don't, you know, they have ideas, but they don't. They they go hire an artist or they they work with a manufacturer. Like, most of us are not building these pins by hand. Uh, you know, most of us are not working directly in a factory to create these. It's just something that we love and we want out in the world mm-hmm. and we take the initiative to go do it. And I think that's the big thing for, for up and coming pen makers, uh, cause it was the same way for us. was like, don't be scared. Yeah. Just 100%. jump, just
2: jump in. Like it doesn't have to be like Chris said, like it doesn't have to be an expensive mm-hmm. 500, 600, $700, thousand dollar project <laughs> pen. Um, yeah, you know, can you can, you know, roll the dice on a hundred dollars and, and get something that you want to get made and and just kind of get your feet wet. That's I mean, that's how we did Ironish Gambino. You know, mm-hmm. we did our initial order was a hundred pins and we just kind of got our feet wet with it, and see what was gonna happen. And then as we got more and more orders, we had to do a reorder of another hundred pins on it to to fulfill all the orders we were getting. And uh-huh. it was just one of those things where you just don't know till you till you give it a shot.
0: So cool. Um, that's great advice too. just, just go for it. I, I I think I say it on every episode, it is a low like entry cost to get into and just kind of get your feet wet. But, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's like at a, it's a negligible amount where if you lose it, hopefully you get away, not lost money, but like a lesson learned or, or something like that. Um, and if
1: you're Etsy, right? Like it's, it's basically free to put it out there, mm-hmm. you know, you get that first pin made, you list it and it does a lot of the marketing for you. Yeah, It, it does all of the front end uh, web stuff for you. Cause I think for us, we were like, okay, well we got to build a site, yeah, move it, from the Google yeah. forms
2: that we had originally we were just doing Google we did, forms. I mean, we did a,
1: we temporarily had a Google site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I made a custom Google site for free And we had PayPal buy buttons built into the site. So I had to code these (laughs) buttons so that it would go to like a link that just said like one pin and then they could buy it through there. And the the guy we were talking about, Adam, that we partnered with on the stock pins posted a video while we were both gone. And we had no idea he was going to post about them. And he's like, hey, go to pins by Charlie, check these out. And we start getting order after order. And like, we didn't even... I, we, we didn't have the pins in yet. Yeah, we didn't have the pins in we yet. We were doing there was the still, still, and it was like a catastrophe. It was wild. And we had this site that crashed because it wasn't like an actual e-commerce site because <laughs> I built it. <laughs> it was so dumb. And we were like, man, we should have done Etsy. But it, it really is one of those things that, like, it can be as complicated as you want it to be. Yeah. You know, it, you can if you need something that's super bespoke and 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 unique, you can make that. But if you just want to test the the market and see what's out there, if you just want to get one pin made, like it's worth worth trying and seeing what's out there because you'll connect with a lot of people who feel the same way you do and love the things you do. And it'll turn into a a bigger passion project than just one pin.
0: Cool. Um, I just thought of a question now. Okay, so let's say um, someone... They got their first pin. Okay. And it's a cheap amount, a small amount. The amount doesn't matter. I'm saying someone's able to afford making the first pin and they happen to yeah. have an extra $200 for a marketing yeah. budget. Yeah. How, what, how would you recommend they spend that extra $200 to get like this pin up and launched and like seen by people and whatnot?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's twofold. Um, I think first of all, like Chris just said like Etsy yeah. I would just throw it all on Etsy yeah but I think you know we've seen so much success with it that, that would be like my lazy answer but we've, we've done some promotion on Instagram as well mm-hmm. but like if you're just doing like your first thing you don't have like a business page or anything like that I mean for me my thought would just be you know go to Etsy like don't build, build out your your e-commerce page on there and mm-hmm. and really just intelligently build out your your ad spend on there don't throw you know twenty five dollars a day
1: on there like some people <laughs> like would. crazy man yeah,
2: man. yeah. <laughs> but you know a few
1: dollars a day and just see the traction you get you know yeah yeah I, I definitely agree Etsy ads I mean is huge um know your market that's the big thing mm-hmm. is if if your market is someone who's using Facebook like that that advertisement platform would be better for you wherever wherever your buyers are wherever that audience is Go meet them where they're at and put the product in front of them. I think that's step one. Step two, like I would just give the money away, man. Like nothing incentivizes people like money and opportunity. So like, I don't know if it's, we were joking about, we talked about this months ago and we came up with a great idea for you was uh, buy someone a pizza. You should do a, you should do a raffle where like every, every order in a month gets entered in and then someone gets like a free pizza at the end of it. I mean, what's more turtle than that, right? (laughs) Right, well, I think like find something that makes you unique and makes yeah. you stand out and like ties into your brand, and like I, I I don't know, like I'll go buy vinyl albums of Gambino's music, and I'll say yeah. like everyone who buys a pin this month gets entered into a raffle, and uh the, the person at the end gets a, a bonus pin and this album, yeah, you know. The, other, the
2: only other thing I would say is like freebies kind of, you know, yeah. rearing on like Chris, like a lot of like with like the ironish Gambino pen and and I know I sent them to you is like the stickers and the magnets that we did with that one. Um, some of our pens we've done like stickers for the first, you know, 50 orders or hundred mm-hmm. orders. Um, so, I mean, those go a long way as well. You know, people love that type of stuff. And again, it's, it's what we talked about earlier is just having that experience of opening the bag. We, we especially ship our stuff in black um, you know, padded I mean, envelopes yeah. because we want to like stand out from the rest of your mail and stuff. So okay. we want it to be a fun experience when you're opening it up.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a great job. Again, I'll say it again, but I love the free pizza idea. And now I'm like, yeah. I got to set aside room in my marketing budget to DoorDash people pizza yeah. for like sure. a virtual <laughs> pizza date or something.
1: You're on the you're on the hook for it now. That's a good idea. You order a pizza, they get a pizza, and you uh you talk turtles for like an hour
0: through like Zoom or something. Dude, or or every year it's like the uh, yeah. we'll all virtually screen like all three yeah. Ninja Turtle movies in oh, one sitting. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. That's the idea, yeah.
1: man. But that's the stuff, right? Is like find a way to be unique. You know, I I think if you really want to build a relationship with people, especially through e-commerce and, and, you know, we've had the pleasure of sending stuff to people in Australia and Great Britain and Europe and uh, all over the world. It's like that person and I may not have a lot in common, but we both like this one thing. So let me build on that use that as a foundation to build a connection with them and, and make sure they realize like, oh, I'm more than just a number, an order number to this, this person or these people or this business.
0: I hope people listening are taking notes like, <laughs> I think we're all getting schooled right now in in some no, great yeah. pin practices <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you, thank you.
0: No, this is all really good stuff and i'm I'm feeling like pretty inspired um I don't know like what i'm I'm looking through my questions. I don't know what else I mean, um I would like to ask like. But you, I feel like you guys talked about it. Um, what are some, like, mistakes that you guys have made yeah. in the past? Oh, maybe?
1: Do you want to talk about cereal or you want to talk about uh, apes? Uh, I'll talk about the other one. <laughs> well, we know immediately, like, what the mistake <laughs> is. Like, you know, like, sometimes, like, when people are like, yo, what
2: are your mistakes with the business? Like, there's always, like, one thing that comes to mind. Um,
1: for me, for me, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the stuff we you know i said we're really critical and like yeah we are very critical we talk about this all the time like, yeah these are the things that we're like when we talk about new pins or new ideas we're like don't make this mistake again like don't yeah. don't make this another cereal is kind of what we yeah that, so. and like i'm very
2: critical of like the pins that we send out sometimes like i send out b-grade pins that would probably be fine as a grade pins but like i'm just so critical of like what we yes. send out that like I'm sure Chris probably gets annoyed with me sometimes. Where I'm like, but it's got that like, that little mark on there, and it's just like really bugging me. So we're gonna make this a D yeah. grade pen. But yeah, probably cereal. Honestly, is 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 for me probably one of one of the ones that we kind of swung and miss on. Um, and that that was our uh, tsunami. Yeah, that was our Tom, their Samurai Jack, um, and the Goku uh, pens that we did. Yeah, There, yeah. You, go. there you go. So um, it was one where we really we really went back and forth on the design. Um, there, there was miscommunications that we had with, with our supplier who was making them where they thought we wanted one thing where, and then they did the different thing where we wanted every, we wanted all the stamp to be internal, internal, and instead all the design was internal. So it looked like almost like a stamp, like you were going to stamp like a piece of paper with it,
1: which I think, um, you probably have one of each. Yeah. I think I sent you both. I think I sent you the mistake ones and the, the normal ones. So like there's a takeaway there for like overly communicate to your manufacturers <laughs> because they they are not mind readers and they're not part of your business. They're an extension of your business. So they don't know everything that you're thinking. And yeah. like reconfirm, it's worth losing a day in that email because typically you're talking to someone in, in Asia. It's worth losing a day in that email uh, timeline than it is to lose 30 days of production if they have to remake that pin and i'd rather uh, like confirm that 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 color is correct that it's the right pms that Mm -hmm. they know where to do the cutouts whatever it is so that we don't have to remake a whole batch of pens.
2: yeah the one thing i do like about cereal is the first time we did um specific colored backers for the pens so i do like having like um tom has a blue backer and goku has the orange and and samurai jack had the gray one to kind of go with the pen but um yeah, that's that's probably one that I always kinda of hold that I wish had done a, a little better and we had done a little different. But but again, that's again like as you see like the backer card, like again, we want to do something that was unique to the pins and made sense for the pins, which is why there's the the serial on the backer card.
1: Yeah. So but I know Chris has a different yeah, a different one than I do. So the the other one is uh we did a series after doing the Diamond Hands one, we went kind of like full in on the investing thing. And we did a couple of other pins with them and um, we just maybe overestimated a market a little bit. And that's another situation where like, I think the number was like $900 to get the pins done. And we way, we ordered way more than we thought we needed because we didn't want to run out again. We didn't want to, you know, put people on back order. And we're still like struggling to sell through those designs because we did something that we were trying to predict for the market instead of something that we actually liked and yeah. cared about for ourselves. We
2: kind of, that was the last, like the biggest lesson is we went away from our key thing, which is, would we buy this pen? Yeah. And I don't know if it's a pen that we would have actually bought. It was one that we made to try to predict what the market was going to do. Right. And it, it showed for, for how it performed that, you know, us going away from our normal mantra kind of kicked us in the ass. And so it was a great learning lesson for us. 100%.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Kind of like getting carried away for lack of better words in like these trends and stuff like that. And just being like, Oh, yeah. I think these would sell. Let me be, yeah. it was like, let me see if I can be one of the first like pin companies to try and like tackle this idea or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: I hate it's that tough. Feeling. It's, yeah. it's tough because you, you feel like you don't want to miss a wave and there's nothing worse than hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling like, Oh man, we, we talked about this and we should have done this and we never bought it. And now look at how much, much uh, money or how many pins we could have sold. But the reality is like, if you, if you don't believe in it enough to do it in the moment, like it would
0: have never been worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good way of putting at it or putting it very good way. Um, Damn. Yeah. I'm getting flashbacks to when that shit happened to me and but it was like early in the beginning. I think for me, I was like trying to figure out yeah. my identity, so I was just releasing like whale pins and Pokemon Go pins on top of the turtle pins and stuff like that. The 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 Pokemon was just totally spur of the moment. One of my other entrepreneurial friends was like, "Dude, we gotta we gotta make these. I know people that we can sell them to. We can go to the parks and right. like sell them to the kids who are playing. Like, yeah, okay, and you're gonna go to the park and sell pins to kids. Like, yeah, a trench coat
1: a trench coat full of pins." <laughs> <laughs> i love it man
0: but it was just like we kind of we saw a trend and this was like 2016 when pokemon go like first came out so that was like oh, yeah. a huge thing um and yeah. the pins you know was like a wild wild west it was really easy to grow back then and stuff like that so <laughs> but um it produced a lot of headaches and it took a while to yeah. like sell all of them i think at some point In order to get over uh, a breakup, I started getting back into the Pokemon trading card game and the local comic shop that I would go to and play. I just would like bring the pins and just leave them either at the table, like pretend that I'd left them at the table or just like give them to like little kids who like are really into the game. Or maybe they have an electric deck or a fire deck or something like that. I'm like, here, man, just just take this. I think you'd get a little bit more out of it. But it's just like uh me finding ways to not just like throw them in the garbage, but to give them to someone who would actually like them and just to yeah. get them out of my life, get them out of my face for good. And like take the listing down from my website. Never again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feel that. Uh, yeah. It definitely, it can be tough when you, when you feel like you've made a mistake and you have product that you're like, I don't know what to do with mm-hmm. this. Right. And, and especially if it's a reminder of, Hey, everything else is selling, but this is not. And I know that's a sunk cost. Um, but I think it's also like any mistake, right? It can be a positive if you learn from it and if yeah. you grow from it. And Which I think we definitely have the mistakes we've made, yeah. multiple
2: lessons learned and building out checklists of, like Chris said, making sure when we're working with our manufacturers, we're taking the extra time to really make sure that we're on the same page so it's just, you know, we may lose a day, but we're not losing 30 to 40 days because we had to reorder the pins because they came through in the wrong PMS color or the yep. cuts were not right. Yep. So those types
1: of things. I mean, we did, we've had the pleasure of working with a couple of different businesses to do pins for them. Mm-hmm. Um, one, they both actually came to us because they had purchased previous pins from us and like a manager of, of a bar. Uh, of a bar, a bar in oh, Clemson. Clemson, yeah. Reached a, out to a us. Clemson Tigers bar reached out. Uh, he was a Gambino fan and he bought stuff and he was like, I want to do some pins for my bar. And we were like, awesome, man. Like, what are you thinking? And he was like, like a thousand pins. I was like a thousand pins. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. That was our reaction too. <laughs> but they're like giving them away and stuff. And you know, we, we charged him nothing to, to do them. Um, we also because, did Decker cards for him and yeah, we basically
2: did like a little marketing setup for him where we, we helped him get the pens made. We, we had them shipped here. We QC'd yep. them. Um, Chris designed backer cards for him. And then we also got him like the plastic sleeves and we just sent him everything it was like, Hey, yeah. like here's everything that you need
1: to like get these done for you. But the big thing was we were like, we'd love to do this for you. Like, can we put our tag on there? Can we put pens by Charlie on there? Because, you know, we want people as a return for that, like just so people see, Hey, we're, we're here. And if you want to support us, you can support us. And, uh, I mean, anything to create more pin collectors, right? right? And to get more people into this. So it, we've had the opportunity to do that a couple of times now. And um, one of the orders came back with a color that was a little bit different than we were envisioning because of a manufacturer issue. And it ended up getting sorted out well, but it's especially tough when you're in the middle of it and you're like, I certainly don't want to be the one who messed this up. So it, it's a reminder just to always be on top of, those emails and as manufacturers and triple check everything and clarify what you don't know. Don't just assume that, that, that they're to do about. it correctly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 What you said, losing a day over going back and forth. With some emails is a lot better than another 30 days or like two months, or I don't know, you catch them and it's Chinese new year. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they're out for like a month or something. 100%. Um, so, final question before we start wrapping things up i want to know what from the each of you um because it sounds like you've had quite a journey in in the short uh two two and a half three years whatever you guys have been doing these yeah. pins um i'm curious what each of you think is uh the proudest accomplishment mm. oh you
1: got something
2: that's a great question man um you know, I think, I think for me, like last year, obviously it was like such a big year for us. Uh, 2021 was really the first year where we really took PBC seriously and really started putting a lot more time into it, you know, where before it was like, it was something fun that we would talk about and we would try to do, but 2021 was the first year where we were like, hey, like, let's just, let's go all out and let's see what happens. And so it started off with the four music video pins we rolled that into the Daft Punk pin and then Diamond Hands. And with those two doing as well as they did, I mean, for me, like I will always love Daft Punk pin for, for a couple of reasons. A, with me being just a huge Daft Punk fan, but B, just the fact that we did take a chance on a very large investment the first time we really rolled the dice on Pins by Charlie. And the fact that it, it paid off to the fact that we've we've sold out of A grade and we only have a few B grade left. Of Daft Punk is like such an awesome feeling for for me, and so that's
1: that's probably my favorite thing. Yeah, I think that's solid. I I, I think my, I think my uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, for me, it's like just starting it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think because there's been so many cool things that we've done and and opportunities to to you know get positive feedback from people or or whatever, but like none of that you know the, the podcast, like sitting here talking to you and. Um, some of the connections we've made through the discord server and uh, Instagram and like all of that doesn't happen if we don't just take a chance and and try and make that first pin. So like, I'm proud of us for saying like, Hey, let's just come out of pocket and do this first thing and try something new that we haven't done before. And, and this has spurned us to try a bunch of new stuff. Like there, there are things that I never would have tried in other businesses that I work in um, and other pet projects that we have, like we're trying to move into, um, the apparel space. Like that's a thing we want to do in 2022 is, is some branded apparel, uh, and some, you know, starting in Gambino again, cause that's kind of our, our market, but doing some stuff there. And it's like, we would have never tackled any of that. had we never just made that first pin and said, Hey, this is an idea worth pursuing. Like, let's make it come to life.
0: Great accomplishments. It, it got me thinking too, like you guys probably have to be like pretty, I don't want to say like pretty invested but pretty aware of just like what's going on with like Donald Glover and his happenings whether it's a movie Atlanta uh, mm-hmm. any sort of community revivals or they did like a, a, a yeah. reading like during the, the beginning yep. of the yep. pandemic and stuff like that yep. so I'm sure you see like an uptake in some things but like when he's like about to release some new music or something like that like under a different name or whatever the case might be like yeah it'd be pretty cool to follow that because I was also thinking Oh, you know, these turtle movies are gonna be coming out in like 2023, 2024. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be a whole resurgence. So I'm like, maybe like I should have like designs queued up and ready to go yeah. and like yeah. hit these yeah. waves and stuff like that. The hardest thing for us has been timing. Like we come up with an
1: idea a week before, and you're like, oh man, I needed this three months ago to actually execute. I mean, we, every Christmas, I think. I need to do Christmas pins. Mm -hmm. Like I love Christmas pins. I see them on my Instagram feed. I see a droid with a little, you know, Santa hat on and I'm like, I love, I want to do that. And I'm just never thinking about it in August. And that's when you have to, right. You have to be on that wavelength. And we did, uh, we just introduced diamond destinations, which is like a new series for us. It's, it's us trying to like branch out and do fictional places and stuff. And we were talking about with Avengers and the uh, anniversary of the the first movie coming out. We were like, you know, that's something that we have to take into account, you know, six months ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Do we want to design a pin for this anniversary or this release or this thing? uh, If it's going to include this place, you know, the the Harry Potter reunion, right? Like we wanted to have the Hogwarts pin done before the reunion, because if there's an uptick in searches, then we we need to be there. Yeah, Yeah, We need to be there if we're going to, have a chance to to thrive in this space
0: awesome but it sounds like a lot of work <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is a lot man but but it,
0: that's that goes back to like do what you love right yeah i mean yeah. we we
1: we
2: always we always said like if at any point like pvc becomes something we don't enjoy and we're just mm. you know we're spending too much time on it and like we're dealing with like maybe customers that aren't happy with us or like we're having a lot of manufacturing issues or we just don't have the time anymore. And we've always said like when it comes to that point, like maybe it's time to walk away. But I mean, we still have so much fun doing it. Like again, we love the communities that we're in um, and the people who share our stuff and, and talk about our stuff. And we're still having fun making stuff. So yeah. I think until it gets to the point where it feels like a job and, and we're not having fun, then then yeah. we, we kind of take a step back and then figure out what that looks like 100%.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, too. How do you guys, um, like, personally like to tune out and, like, kind of rest the mind and and, and take mental health breaks and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this the other day. Like, I'm a big lo-fi music guy, so... A lot of time, like I usually have that playing nonstop in my apartment or on my headphones or something. So that's usually like how I kind of get away from it all. But other than that, I'll just try to like get out and like walk, especially during the work day. I know we talked about that the other day of just like trying to, you know, reset your mind and get into the right mental space when you're just sitting in the same office or the same desk for eight, nine, 10 hours. Cause like you, you know, we're, we're working, our day jobs, and then at night we're packing pens or yep. updating the website or social media or doing all of those different things. And we're doing those things at our desks. So it's like, okay, well, I spent 10 hours or 12 hours at my desk today. And so let me get up at least and walk around and do some different things. So I love, I
1: love to say I do like yoga and stuff, but I'm <laughs> not flexible enough to do yoga. I don't do that, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Um, I have two small kids. Uh, I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. So like doing pin stuff, like is my downtime. <laughs> like this is what I do for fun and to decompress. Like I do this, I do some of the other designs, but like sitting down in Photoshop for like three hours and listening to like music or putting on a podcast is like, that's decompressing for me. Like just, and I know it's kind of counterintuitive. Like I'm still in front of a computer, but I get to use a part of my mind that I don't get to use the rest of the, of the day. Um, so to me, that's like a, a fun way to escape from responsibility or kids to refresh and remember, like, you know, this is another thing that I love, you know, like I love my life and I love every aspect of it. And this is a piece that I get to still utilize and enjoy uh, that could otherwise deteriorate if I weren't doing it.
0: Awesome. Just curious, just trying to pick up some more tips for myself. Really? That was a selfish question, a selfish ask. <laughs> love it love it before we move on to like the rapid fire this or that kind of portion do you guys have any questions i mean i feel like we talk to you every day so it's really hard (laughs) to (laughs) ask you
2: questions
1: We talk to you all the time yeah i don't know if this is going in the podcast or not but like yeah we bug eric all the time about like dude, look at this design. Do you like this? Is this cool? Are we doing this the right way? Hey, what are you, how are you marketing right now? Um, can you, can you send us 5,000 of your followers? Yeah. you You drop us a shout out or something or no, I mean, I think like, yeah, I think we're, that's one really cool thing about the discord that you started, but also just like the podcast and the community it's built is we've reached out to other people on the podcast and ask questions all the time about like, Hey man, I'm thinking about entering this space. Do you have tips or I don't I'm I'm struggling on this platform and I see you have like a bunch of followers and and retweets or a mm-hmm. bunch of like likes on your videos. How are you doing that? Like is there a tip or or something that I can take away and the community has been really really open to to support that and answer questions and give feedback and Definitely. Uh, That's just a cool vibe. Yeah. So like we we ask questions. Like we, we it's not that we don't have any Ever, we just don't have any right now because we like dish out all. <laughs> yeah, because
2: we probably already asked them earlier today on Discord. Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> this is true. You guys uh, have both been uh, very supportive of the podcast since I don't know. Pro- I think the beginning. I don't know how far. It feels like a long time just because we're like this pandemic makes everything it makes twenty twenty sure. seem like such a long time ago. I mean, yeah. we're coming up yeah. on like two years, but still, it feels like yeah. five years yeah. ago. Um. But yeah, you guys you guys definitely um, help with the engagement and stuff like that, whether it's on the discord or on the Instagram or something like that. And super appreciative like that. That's how like communities like get built. Um, It's just so awesome. So I guess before we wrap things up, I just wanted to express my my gratitude to the both of you for being uh, supportive of the pins in the podcast, but also just being like great people very transparent like there's no like there's no mask you guys are hiding behind like you guys are very transparent and open with everything and that was very evident even before you know we we hopped on this meeting um so yeah shout Thank out to uh pb awesome. pbc <laughs> yeah.
2: no i mean we appreciate the how out of you i mean the podcast has been great for us and we've picked up a lot of things and learned a lot of things so appreciate you starting and, and having us on it's it's still kind of surreal i mean i was telling Chris when i was driving over here today i was like it's it's still kind of surreal feeling that we're on it because we've talked about it and, and you know we, you and i obviously we've, we've talked with you and done the happy hours and stuff and yeah. so it's cool to, to finally be like an episode
0: yeah oh yeah what your I'm lives are going to change once this but bad, bad boy airs.
1: we can't go out in public anymore. yeah i know <laughs>
0: You guys are going to have to hide at Patches and Pins Expo. All the girls are going to be what? coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get
1: flooded by
0: the fans. Oh, that's funny. Um, all right. We're running super long with this one. So let's wrap it up with some fun rapid fire. This or that. Sure. Um, let's do it. I don't know how this is going to work with two people. So I guess just give your, give your, your answers each, I guess. Yeah. We'll see how well, yeah, similar or different Sorry. you are. We'll see how yin and yang you are, maybe. Yeah. Uh, soft enamel or hard enamel? Hard
1: enamel, soft enamel.
0: Ooh, see, love that. Compliment I love each the other.
1: Details of the lines, man. I like the line. I like the structure and the rigidity of it.
0: Yeah, it's so hard. One day I'm soft enamel, the other day I'm hard enamel. Like mm. that sounds inappropriate, but I kind of like I was it. Go cool
2: for that, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, dyed enamel pins or glow in the dark enamel pins?
1: Mm. Dyed. oh glow in the dark i know no, no. <laughs> no glow in the dark for real it's so cool that's we cool. have done some and they,
2: they are cool to see Dyed is fun though but it's fun yeah
0: okay maybe you guys can come to an understanding with this one rubber backings or metal clutch backings
1: oh 100 percent rubber, rubber backings 1000 yeah. percent rubber <laughs> and, and colored rubber backings yeah
2: that's something yeah. that we're gonna definitely do more of this year yeah
0: yeah, those are those are always a lot of fun and and uh, now I'm starting to see like a trendy thing is is trying to get shapes cut out into Yeah, I
1: think, well, yeah. yeah. We we've, we've talked we've about We talked that. about it cuz they're pretty inexpensive. If you're going to do shapes, like look into it. It's pretty cool, but uh we just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Maybe maybe soon.
0: Okay, okay. Um favorite pin related hashtag to use.
2: Ooh, hashtag pin game strong. No, I
1: don't say that one. Uh, I like, <laughs> I like your, uh, I like your pin game confused. I think that's a fun. That was <laughs> good that's a new, I've been pin game strong for a while, but I like, I like pin game confused now.
0: Oh man. Yo, that's catching on pin game confused. That might be yeah, like the motto for season three.
1: Pin. Put that on a pin. Yeah. Put that, make a pin out of that.
0: <laughs> put that on a pin, put that on a shirt. We'll see where that goes. Maybe that'll be like Absolutely. the next thing. I like that. <laughs> Um who's the pin addict and who's the pin collector of the two
1: I think I'm probably more the collector yeah, I think. yeah, you're curated. I'm like, I just buy it all. You're I get on the site it. and I'm like, I go for one pin and I leave with ten. And I'm like, I he'll know.
2: send me pictures and they'll it'd be like, yeah, I just got these in. And it's like, there's like yeah. Simpsons pins in there and like other stuff. I'm like, he's, he's like, like, do you watch the Simpsons? i was like, like, when I was the I... last time you watched the Simpsons? He's like, I think I watched like three episodes. Like, it's like, it's I thought a whole, the pins <laughs> were
1: cool. Pin. I'm trying
2: to support small businesses. <laughs> Where like, I'll like, I'll like very similar to how we make our pins. Like, I'll only buy like what I like but like he'll like, this looks cool. I'm going to buy this one. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I love the way you guys banter with each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, where is your favorite place to wear a pin?
1: Mm.
2: Um, for the longest time. So I actually have, I don't have it here, but I have a pea coat that I wear in the wintertime and I have, um, I usually just rotate on my lapel, like whatever it is. So yeah. sometimes I'll have diamond hands on there, usually the smaller ones. It's hard to put, you know, like a, like a big ass, like diamond destinations on there, but I'll rotate yeah. some of our smaller pins on, on my lapel. And then there was a while where I had a messenger bag and I had some of them on the, mm-hmm. on the handle, or on the, or the handle, what the
0: hell is this thing called? Strap? On the strap, see, yeah. there we go. Yin and yeah. yang, right here. <laughs> no, um,
1: I'm in the same vein, jean, jean jacket. I did yeah. the denim jacket.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, Simple
1: look. I like the one look. That's it's a it's a nice focus in. Yeah,
0: yeah. It I I, it always starts off with just one. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe I can sprinkle in some more color, or I'm really feeling this right now, or sometimes honestly, I'll just like put pins on my jacket, take the picture, do it for the gram, and then that's what I'm rocking for like the next
1: month. Yeah, I love
0: it. (laughs) um hmm favorite pizza toppings
2: pepperoni Uh, pepperoni uh, and bacon it's i I guess yeah i mean meat lovers is good you know i
1: i order a uh it's a chicken and banana peppers pizza that's like always i forgot you like that it always hits the spot man that's the one
0: okay what banana peppers (laughs) It's see, sharp. He, see, no, he no, no, thinks that's it's what, weird. That's like a
1: classic thing. People yeah, classic for like
0: you weirdos. People do that, man.
2: Yeah. You got your protein, got a little bit of tang. i also just attack all the banana pepper people who order banana peppers.
1: You're your canceled pizza. if you shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> You're canceled <laughs> if you <laughs> get banana on your pizza. Don't even get me started on pineapple.
0: Oh, man. That's interesting. No, I like – I don't know if I've ever had a banana pepper or like – so that on a pizza –
2: Wild, I don't yeah, know, man. Give
0: okay.
1: it a shot. It's yeah, good. maybe, it's
0: maybe you should enter my virtual pizza night contest. Yeah, yeah.
1: our pizza, our, our pizza party marathon. We'll
0: do that. <laughs> you send me your order, banana peppers. What? <laughs> what would even be funnier is if we both have the same pizza, so it's like we're eating from the same pie. Yeah, oh, do like
2: uh do like halves. So like half wow. is Chris's and half yeah. is Eric's. Oh, so like cool. you try each
1: other. Yeah, I was thinking maybe you just order a pizza and mail the slices to everyone. You know, they eat four-day old, four day old like, stale stale messed up jail pizza. I'll Thanks 3D for being print
0: a like a little there. box, little container yeah. for it.
2: Like the <laughs> Sabora boxes, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, okay. uh who's your favorite turtle? Leo.
1: God damn it. It's I mean mine's Leo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Raph. I like Raph too. Okay. Okay. I mean, There's the yin and yang. And yang. Yeah, but I think we're both Leo. I mean, to be honest, like yeah. we're both very responsible, like leader-focused. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's weird that our personalities match because I think like we, we both we could clash yeah, really hard, but otherwise. So it makes us such good leaders. Maybe so. Yeah. Wait, we just have to lead in the same direction. That's yeah. the, that's what are goal. your
0: What are your astrology signs? Scorpio.
1: I actually am a Leo, so yeah, it works out well. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I have I'm no leader, idea, I but I figured people who are listening might be interested and might know that kind of stuff. What's yours? I'm a Gemini. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. I guess. I don't know what they mean, but... Me so. neither.
1: I'm never going to tell somebody bad. And if maybe a cancer. I'd be like, that's not good. But, yeah. like, other...
0: but I don't know. I just know that I don't think I'm supposed to date another Gemini.
1: Okay. Uh, All right. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know the rules. But now you've put that out there in the ether. So, yeah, like people know, they can put that on your Wikipedia page now.
0: I think it'd be pretty See? cool if someone were to make a Wikipedia page and then edit it because they listen to the podcast. So I'll take that as a wig. <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, final question. This one goes out to the each of you. I'm sure you know what's, what's coming up. But um, Chris, Nick, Charlie, Pins by Charlie, what are the little things in life for you guys?
1: Go ahead, you first. Um, man, I, I mean, I, I have two little people that live in my house and, and require all my attention. So like, to me, man, just like the little stuff they do, like the, the little moments, you know, this pandemic's been hard, I think, for everybody. Um, but getting to spend time with my family here and, uh, you know, get to see my wife and my kids every day and spend time with them, like, that's huge. You know, and the little stuff that like I won't remember twenty years from now, um, like that's big stuff now, and I just think that's a that's a huge payoff for me. Like it makes all this other stuff worth it in the long run.
0: I yeah, feel that. I don't bad. have little people of my own, but I feel that. Yeah, I don't
2: have little people either. Like <laughs> I look after his little people sometimes, Fair. but they're just fine. Um yeah, for me, like I'm, I'm surrounded by such incredible people. Like, I'm very fortunate to have, you know, obviously Chris and and his family, his his wife and his kids. And, um, my I have a, a fantastic a group of guys that surround me. I've got uh, seven, eight, nine best friends that, you know, we're all very tight-knit. We all went to high school, college together, and everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And everybody's just very supportive of one another and knows everybody's parents. And I have a lovely uh, girlfriend, and, and and she's super supportive of everything I do in, in life and career and, and with with the pins and everything, and my parents and my family. So for me, the little things is just being surrounded by the people that just continue to build me up and then help me be the better person.
0: Spoken like true gentlemen.
1: <laughs> I like that. It's, it's the people around us. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. That's why we do everything, right? Mm-hmm. is just to, to build that community around us.
0: Yeah. I mean, you guys are glowing and it, the people around you are glowing. You guys got like great, you're surrounding yourself with great people. It seems like a great system. You got a great thing going. I'm super excited to see what 2022 has in store for you guys. Like now you're inspiring me and I'm just, you know, that much more invested in your journey and like your growth and stuff like that. Like, it's really cool. So uh, thank you for sharing those, those heartwarming sentiments (laughs) with me. (laughs) And um, Yeah. Very cool. That brings us to the end of pin pals. I love it. We made it. We did it.
2: (laughs) Absolute um, pleasure. Man.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. The pleasure's been mine for sure. I mean, we're probably going to hop on the DMs and talk on the Discord right after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mate, um, night but i want to thank you guys for your time um your expertise and just sharing your knowledge and tidbits of wisdom that you've picked up you know throughout the years lessons learned and things like that it's very cool i want to give you guys the floor uh if you have any shout outs go ahead and give them out and uh let people know kind of where they can find you and what you have coming up
2: yeah so like obviously thank you for giving us the platform to talk about everything it's been awesome to share our story and we hope that it helps other pin makers that are trying to get started and sure. And I know listening to other people have been on your podcast has been super helpful. Um, shout outs, uh, you know, in the money Adam and TKS Mantis are the two YouTube channels who have helped us grow. And so we definitely wouldn't be here without them. Yeah. Um,
1: shout out warrior pins. Yeah. Warrior podcast. Yeah. Uh, So many great guests. I mean, we've, we've talked to a lot of people there. Um, BB create, we, we've reached out to, um, i mean so, so many good folks in this community shout out to the discord always good stuff going around in there vin pin always giving good feedback on the discord Definitely. uh some pin lord is on there right so there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of cool folks there um yeah and i think you know you can catch us at pinsbycharlie.com at pinsbycharlie on pretty much every platform yep. there there is out there um and then yeah we're super approachable so like shoot us a question. Give us a, give us an idea, man. We, we like, we love inspiration. We love talking ideas and we want, you know, you got, you want to make a pin, like talk to us and we'll help you do it. That's what it's all about. Right.
0: Mm, I love it. Yeah. You guys are very approachable. I mean, probably going to create and design some cool things, um, in the future. whoever's listening to the podcast or just like, you know, what you guys got going on yourself. So, uh, very cool. Um, I'm trying to jog my memory. I think I'm thinking too much right now. This is also a really long podcast. I'm like, did we cross all the T's and, and like dot the I's? I think we're good. I think
1: we're. I think we did, man. We covered it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. We're long-winded people. Yeah, like, we talk we, a lot. Like, yeah, Nick. Nick has a marketing degree. I, was,
2: right? I have a marketing and sales background, and I have and a he's...
1: communications
2: degree. So we're not short on we're not short on talking. Um. This would be a four hour podcast if you didn't tell us to shut up at some point. Yeah. This
1: would thank God we're not doing it. Because it would just be like the guests would never get to talk. It would just be us like spewing out on top of them. But no, man. Very cool, dude. Thank you for thank you for doing this with us, man. This is awesome. This yeah. this platform the podcast for sure. I think like a lot of the success we had last year wouldn't have happened without the podcast. One hundred percent and, like, without the community you built and and the resources, and, like, we we started on Etsy because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, that was never something in our game plan. We didn't think it really mattered. We were like, oh, we have this good following because of Gambino and stuff, so we just didn't really care, um, and finally we were like, let's do Etsy, and then we were like, let's do Etsy ads, and because of that, like, the the fallout pin would have never found that guy. Which, yeah, it's opened a whole new world community, for us. Community. So it's like, Little stuff like that, man, like it may seem small and it may seem obvious, but, you know, there's a lot of pin makers out there who just aren't in every single avenue and aren't really, uh, they can't see the full landscape of what exists in front of them. And I think this podcast has done a lot to shine light on that and how unique each approach is, you know, everybody does it differently. So it's just a cool, it's a really cool thing that you put together for sure.
0: What a review. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal is trying to build a community of like-minded people who, you know, it's not a matter of competition, but, like, inspire each other. Let's share, like, the knowledge that we've learned because it's going to work differently 100%. for everyone. Are we all going to have our own approach and stuff like that. 100%. Uh, yeah. Was that two of the little people? No, I don't know. My <laughs>
1: wife just got home, so the garage was <laughs> that on, we're good. I work at the no, man yeah no that's this was good this, that was a great conversation too yeah think, that's awesome yeah maybe maybe you, you say stuff like strategy or like maybe we should try a strategy going forward that should be that would be helpful for us
0: <laughs> well we'll have to yeah, do a follow-up should, yeah. then after you come up with the strategy and stuff like that yeah we can uh, yeah. talk about it pre and post strategy I don't know
1: yeah that's a good that's a good call yeah I love that uh, where are they now that's what you need it's like a <laughs> How have they changed since since the podcast? Yes, since the podcast. the podcast, So they're on. Yeah. How many are still in business? How many gave it up? How that many are famous? Really Dude, like Adventure Society, man, like his stuff is like crazy, crazy good. I mean, he posted something today. It was like three minutes, sold out, just
0: wild. The all stuff he puts out there. All of his stuff. It, it's just like it's insane. I mean, it's insane. It's admirable to 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 watch yeah. and to see. But holy cow. Yeah. Like the pin lab guys, like it's cool
1: because what they're doing is so unique and, and being in Atlanta, it's different here, right? Like LA, New York, Jersey, like there's pin communities there. There's people who have like, like-minded. We know like one other pin maker around us. Right. And that, that's kind of weird. Like, cause yeah. there's not, a, there's not a great inroad locally to, to meet with people, share ideas and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the inspiration, all of the feedback, everything we get is from, People we've met online and, and through these communities so it it's fun and it's unique um i'm hoping that atlanta becomes in the south and the southeast becomes similar in that vein and, and rises up but i mean people wise like obviously we're a lot smaller so i think yeah. that's that's a big part of it yeah gosh but we have dragon con so that's huge we could we can piggyback off that yeah there we go
0: there you go that's something that's, uh, yeah, I don't think we talked, yeah, we didn't talk too much about vending or anything like that, but I think you mentioned that you didn't have any vending, you haven't yeah, done any shows yeah. or anything just yet. When you said that, yeah. though, I was thinking how funny it would be, you had the briefcase and that, and that was like a cool presentation, but what if you just made it giant, like a giant briefcase, like that is your display? <laughs> we're sitting, yeah, we're <laughs> holding the
1: book, that's genius.
0: That's pretty funny. Yeah,
1: we're excited. I mean, we're that's that's definitely something we want to try and tackle, I think, is as the world gets back to normal, hopefully in the future, getting back in front of people and um doing a show at some point. Yeah, just like connecting with like-minded people in person. I think that'd be a cool thing that we just haven't been able to do yet, really.
0: For sure. Well, another reason for people listening to join the Discord server, the Pin Discord. Great place, good insight. But um but yeah, let's wrap this bad boy up because I am hungry.
1: I bet, man. Yeah, dude. I'm hungry. Uh,
0: again, I appreciate your time. Um, hopefully, I didn't keep you away from anything too pressing. It is Friday night, so I know that we're all gonna try and get lit afterwards. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's what we were doing that's during, really, uh, during, I, 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 during we're the podcast. Just <laughs> turning out, man. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I'm. Both of you, again, thanks. I'm sure we'll be talking very soon. Um, Until then, be well, good luck, and uh, I forget how I close out these things. Peace out. (laughs) Love
2: it. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you, man.